Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Huh? Anybody? Party time! Excellent! Everybody and welcome to another lovely morning of Distorted Nation. Hi. Hi, how's it going? Going good. <laughs> what you been up to? Uh, well. Same, same crap, different day? Trying to get the skunk smell off my dog and me and everything else. Isn't this like the second time your dog has been sprayed by a skunk in like the last two months? No, only his first time. That sucker blasted him right in the eyeballs. I thought they were going to burn his eyeballs out. It was so sad. How would a skunk burn the eyeballs out? I don't know. It's his not acid. It's not one of those <laughs> Jurassic Park dinosaurs that like just pops up and goes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm doing jazz hands behind my head. And Spirit then like, it, like spits it out. One of the whatever those his things are called. His eyes were so red. They were so red. It was well, so yeah, scary. it's more like pepper spray. It's not like acid. I don't care. It scared me. It's just, it's really smelly pepper spray. I was running around with my hands in the air screaming, ah, like I don't know what to do, panicking. <laughs> well, that's just because you wouldn't know what to do. Oh, uh, whatever, dude. Did, did you get him a bottle of water? I mean, that's what bass players normally do. Shut the front door, C-Core. I don't, I don't want to shut I'd the like front to door. see you say that to some bass players' faces. Okay. Who, who's a bass player that I can talk? Can you even name a popular bass player? Some fear none bassist would kick your booty. No, I'm talking about somebody <laughs> who signed. Somebody who's big and somebody who... We went through this before and I named like seven. Okay, do it now. Why are you asking me to remember all these people? <laughs> See? Uh. Because it just shows to you that they're least important and that you won't remember them later if you remember them now. Whatever, dude. I don't even like you right now. Stay on your side of the table. You stay on your side. Hey, I got the AC going. About damn time. It's not like, you know, a million degrees in here. It feels uh, still muggy, but I'm sure it'll cool down in a well, minute. Well, the, the cool is actually running on the cool. It's not just fan. Yeah. Uh-huh. You're getting a dust stare right now. I, I, don't, I don't care. I know Anyways, you don't. I, I also cleaned up all the, all the area around the studio. Ooh, look at all these. All of who? Les Claypool. John Paul Jones. Kim Deal, Fred Maddox, Aston Barrett, Cliff Burton. Well, he's dead right now, but Larry Graham. Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, not 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 that much important. Thank you, producer Pepper. <laughs> so, mm. enough, Les Claypool is gangster. Okay. Just saying. Just just saying. Yeah. You couldn't think of him without help. I know, you because know. my brain's fried because it's skunk. You, well, women, skunk, just, that's all I smell. you know, you got to stick together and, you know, burn your bras together. I don't burn bras, but whatever. They cost too much. <laughs> Anyways, so uh, I do have a really kind of cool big announcement. Announcement. Ugh, I can't even speak. For Distorted Nation. 
we are going to actually, well, next show, we're actually going to have an interview with Torin Green, former singer of Fuel and touring singer for Apocalyptica, and he was in the band Emphatic. That's awesome. So next week's show, we're going to have an interview with him, but just announced, just confirmed last night, Distorted Nation will be doing an interview with Rikishi from the WWE. Oh. You know, I the was former thinking wrestler? about the guy on the Lion King, that monkey. That's Rafiki. <laughs> wow. Whatever. No, uh, Knox Pro Entertainment presents Rikishi and the Boogeyman. Oh. So basically, Knox Pro Entertainment is a small little wrestling faction uh, led by Rikishi, uh, the Boogeyman, I believe. I saw something about Rey Mysterio being involved somewhere. Okay. Um, but there's this huge, like, event going on in Placerville on August 5th. And the bell time starts at 3 p.m. at the El Dorado Fairgrounds. And it's the Dynasty versus Insanity. So Rikishi's team is called the Dynasty, and the Boogeyman's team is called Insanity. Ah. And they're going to be going toe-to-toe, head-to-head, knocking some heads around. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something else. Knocking some boots? <laughs> no, we're not, we're not, they're not knocking boots. Um, but Distorted Nation will be out there. We will also be having an interview sometime in the next month. I believe in July, we're going to be setting up an interview. We'll be over the phone, but we will have Rikishi on Distorted Nation. Awesome. And uh, I don't know, I, like, I, like I was talking with producer Pepper, like uh, I went back and I was watching some of the old fights with him, and I totally forgot that he was the one that ran over Stone Cold Steve Austin with the vehicle and like, you know, all this huge backstory stuff. And like, like on purpose? Was, yeah, like on oh, purpose. So oh. that way The Rock could become the new champion. Oh, man. And that's what started The Rock's, you know, huge dynasty and then shot the fame to, you know, become. Do it's, it. it's funny. He spent his whole life to, to become Dwayne Johnson to spend his whole life to become The Rock just to <laughs> go back, go, in, <laughs> go into movies and then get tired of people in Hollywood calling him The Rock to say, I want to be called Dwayne Johnson again. That I know that's kind of weird to me, too. And it's like, so, you know, Rikishi was a huge wrestler back in that era growing up. And, you know, wrestling, I used to watch it back then. And who knows? Maybe we could work it out to where Distorted Nation's doing a special commentation of of one of the matches. And we can be sitting ringside talking about what's going on in the ring. And who knows? Maybe Secor will pick a fight with one of the wrestlers and take a steel chair. Ah, that would be awesome. I, I would totally love to be put through a table. You're disturbed. <laughs> or or jump off a, a, a ladder and, and go through a table or over the ring top or something. I would do it. Yeah. Hey, I grew up doing, you know, jackass stunts, so I'm all I'm all for it. I know that. As long as it's recorded and we can get a bunch of YouTube hits, I will do it. Hey, wait, wait. Stop. Take two. <laughs> we missed that. You got to do it again. <laughs> yeah, no, it's... Had you ever seen that that famous Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck, like, talent show episode? 
Um, I don't think so. Okay, so there's like this one special episode with the Looney Tunes where they're doing like this talent show and they're trying to one up each other. And then Daffy Duck does like this concoction. He like drinks all these different chemicals and gunpowder and stuff and pretty much blows himself up. <laughs> and he you all of a sudden you see him floating up to the sky like he's dead. It's just a spirit. And everyone's yelling, Encore, that was awesome. And then he goes, Ah, it's a great trick, but I can only do it once. <laughs> you know? So I think that would be one of those takes. Oh yeah, probably. I, I could huh? only go through a table once. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe I would totally be down for that. So I, I, I will talk to those guys at Knox Pro Entertainment and see about if Distorted Nation can do something. Only if Bill Murray was a referee. Oh, my God. If <laughs> Bill Murray was a referee. That'd be amazing. Celebrity uh, ref. On your guys' birthday. Well, With ice this cream? is August 5th, so it's I not going to it's going to be before my birthday. I know, but I'm just saying for future. Hey, you said you st- you reached out to Bill Murray's people. Yeah, I know. I haven't heard nothing back. I'll do it again. Yeah, send me the info. I'll start just like spam mailing him. I have his his phone number in my phone. He so it lists it on the phone. N- yeah, an eight hundred number because he doesn't have a regular cell phone and he just checks it. And if you blow it up enough, because I was reading an article, if you blow it up enough, that he finally gets back to you. Okay, so distorted nation fans out there, I need to meet Bill Murray for my birthday. All right, this <laughs> is my life goal. I don't care about anything else. I want to meet Bill Murray on my birthday for a beer or an ice cream cone or ice cream float, beer I float. <laughs> a root beer float? No, a beer float. A beer float? You said be- meet him for Not a beer. Not your dad's root beer with ice cream? <laughs> a Heineken with some ice cream. <laughs> I've never tried that. In yeah, all my I years of adulthood, I've never tried actually putting beer and ice cream together. I haven't either, but it could be interesting. I, I have put beer and, and cherry Coke and and whiskey and a four loco in one beer bong and taking that ew yeah that's that's the crazy things that happen when you're uh at a night before your buddy's wedding and you're one of the best men or that had to have tasted like one of the groomsmen oh it's i was already drunk i didn't taste crap (laughs) did you throw up from it uh no but the uh the groom Ended up peeing in the hallway thinking he was standing at a urinal. <laughs> I know my ex-boyfriend did that in a laundry basket at somebody's house. <laughs> and it was their clean clothes. He woke up and first almost urinated on his cousin's head, one, the, one of the other groomsmen. Like, <laughs> he started unzipping his pants and his cousin woke up and was like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> Go to the bathroom. It's like, no, that's not the bathroom. That's my head. <laughs> and so... He was like, the bathroom's over there. And so he points to the hallway to the bathroom, and he just walks to the hall. And next thing you know, we just hear this, like, trickling of water. And we're like, dude, what are you doing? He's like, I'm going to the bathroom. I'm at the urinal. And he he was like, dude, you're in the hallway. There is no urinal. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Yes, so I wrote down Bill Murray's number for you. All right, so fans, listen up. I need your help for this. One. 800-764-1298. 800-764-1298. Once again, 1-800-764-1298. Yep. So that is Bill Murray's 1-800 phone number. Yes. Blow it up. I need to meet him. It's not a long... I'll pay for gas, okay? I'll pay for a plane ticket <laughs> to fly him up here if need be. I'm sure he probably has money to... 
I'm sure he has money, but I'm just saying I'm willing to go the distance to to do this. Yes. I, I need to meet Bill Murray. And he wants to re- he's my replay it over he's and over the like only Groundhog person Day. that's still alive that I want to meet and would do anything to meet before he passes. You would do anything to meet him? I would do anything. Even oh. if it's... <laughs> I would do anything. Whoa. This is going to be on the podcast, so this is recorded. This yeah. is live and recorded. Anything covers a lot of things. And I would meet him... Either way, the Irish way or at least just the American way. Okay. I'm going to remember you, know what, you meet, said that. Meet, do you know what meat means in Ireland? No. Make out. Whoa. <laughs> I would happily you kiss make Bill out Murray. You want to make out with Bill Murray? I don't want to, but if he showed up and was like, hey, you wanted to meet me, let's make out. Ah. I'd be like, hey, let's <laughs> do it. <laughs> do it. I don't even know what to say. Uh, your whole perception has changed. My perception of you has changed. <laughs> what? It's How many more listeners out there? How many of you in your seats right now, in your car, listening to this show, or at home, wouldn't listen more to this show if I had details of a makeout session between me and Bill Murray? Well, or I'm Shannon Tatum. Channing Tatum is super or, hot. Or Betty White. You'd make out with Betty White? I'd love to make out with Betty White. Whoa. Okay, for those who have followed Distortionation from the internet days, everyone knows <laughs> C-list celebrity or higher is all game with me. Oh, wow. Male or female. Betty White or is both. a gangster, though. She is she is pretty awesome, but still. So. Oh. That, that, you know what? I tell you what. Knox Pro Entertainment. Let's see if I can get stink face by Rikishi. Ew. What do you mean stink face? Like he's going to like remember? blow. Did you ever watch wrestling back in the oh, day? Oh, yeah, but I didn't. I don't. Do you ever remember seeing Rikishi or did you? I'm a little bit older than you, Seacourse. Oh, so, so I was like Hulk Hogan, Ultimate Warrior, Randy Macho Man Savage, all those guys. Not <laughs> like. Okay, so he's he's Samoan and he has he like. Blows ass in he has like a. Like a sumo wrestler type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On. So he has like kind of like a giant booty. Like th- yeah, 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 yeah. And so he has like a G-string kind of thing going on, kind of. Yeah. Like a sumo wrestler dude. Yeah. And and what he used to do is when he'd knock people out and they'd fall into the corner Oh, he'd of the ram ring. his butt in their face, huh? Yep. I remember that now, yeah. Ew, you would do that? I would do it for the show. I would do it for Knox Pro Entertainment. Oh, my God! I'm pretty sure there's a lot of haters out there from the Sacramento area that hate the distorted nation, that hate me. Because, you know, I, I'm just carefree, willy-nilly. I'll say whatever. He'd have his tongue out waiting. That there, would be, <laughs> there would be enough people that would want to pay, that would want to pay the money to make sure that they got to see me receive the stink face. Oh, from Rikishi. So ergo, you there. Yeah, I get your I get your point on that one. <laughs> so so they know, hate you, but they're promoting. Yeah, yeah. they buy more tickets. Yeah, because they would want to see me get a, you know, big Samoan booty in your face. Yep. Wow. I'm down for it. Let's do it. Let's make this <laughs> happen. Knox Pro Entertainment. Let's do it. Yeah. If you yeah, have any kind it. of crazy. Oh, no, I'm stuck on Starsky and Hutch. Right if now. you have any kind Do of it. crazy comments or suggestions, text us in at our text number at 916-877-8938. Or just hit up distortionationradio.com. 
click on contact and send us there, or you could just email us straight at distortedation at distortedationradio.com. Yes. Do it. <laughs> Do it. That's that's the hashtag word of the day. Do, Do it. it. <laughs> We're not stealing Nike. We're not saying just do it. We're just saying do, do it. it. So, I, I'm totally down. I'm excited for this. I, I can't wait for this to happen. I don't you're care if I'm getting the stink face. Or phase. going to the wrestling match. Just going to the wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I used altogether. to go to all the ones um, whenever they would come to town. The WWE now it's WWF or whatnot. No, it was WWF now. W- it's WWE. Yeah, 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 yeah. I did that backwards. I had the Alzheimer's kicking in. Trading cards and a subscription to the magazine. Everything. Me and my dad used to go all the time. So. Yeah, I grew up a huge wrestling fan. Like, you know, back when it like. Unless you're a wrestling fan, it wasn't cool to watch wrestling. Yeah, exactly. Remember when? But now it's like you know, with pop culture, like comic books are the in thing, and it's like I remember being tormented as a kid because I loved comic books and Power Rangers and and, and cartoons and stuff. And now people are just getting and back into like it. And now it's like they're at Hot Topic buying the latest freaking you know Darkwing Duck T-shirt, you know. And they're and your like, age. Oh, <laughs> it's their it's their age and it's like oh this is the cool retro thing to do and it's yeah like, stupid like dude I'd like to time travel back in time and kick and, your butt and kick your <laughs> kick your ass yep yeah for sure um uh, uh, do you remember when uh, Geraldo Rivera got beat up on his show by wasn't it Rick Steiner that I broke think his so. nose yep because he said wrestling was fake. <laughs> Well, I mean, to an extent, but, you know, all the actual hard work they do and, like, the choreography and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, sometimes, you know, they just they actually do. Like, do you ever watch the movie The Wrestler? Yeah. You know, they cut themselves in the ring. You know, it's a brutal job. Yeah, yeah. That movie was really good. So. Yeah. Really, really, really looking forward to it. Yeah. So you guys should come out to the El Dorado Fairgrounds. August 5th, and and check out what Knox Pro Entertainment has going on. That's K-N-O-K-X-P-R-O Entertainment. So. Nice. Very nice. So, what else have you been up to? Um, other than setting up those interviews, and um, that's pretty much it. I know I heard a lot of stuff about the Bag of Life's going really good right now. That's awesome. We're going to be finishing up putting all those purses together and taking those in. Yeah. Did we get a final count on how many Not purses? Yet. Oh, okay. Do you, is there a final count? Do you want to say the number? Huh? Seven. You can't say it in the microphone. There's 78 purses that we have received, but then we also have a bunch of totes and stuff to make up the difference. So we're going to have 100 bags filled with a bunch of stuff. And so. That's really cool. And that's you know, so we're still awesome. looking to get some extra items, so if you want to hit us up, that's awesome. Help out the cause. Homeless Women of Sacramento at the Mary House. Yes. Um, right now, we're going to jump into some music, and we'll be back in just a few. We're going to check out a track in a few songs by Frankie and the Defenders, but right now, we're listening to Gemini Syndrome on 96.5 FM. KUBU. Where you can be you. The voice of Sacramento. And here's Gemini Syndrome. Sorry, not sorry.
All right. And that was The Pretty Reckless with their new track, Back to the River. Nice. Very nice. So, and before that, we had Frankie and the Defenders with Women, Cars, and Guitars. Yeah. That's all that really matters. <laughs> well, I need to put cash in there. Yeah. Women. Cash definitely matters. Cash, cars, and guitars. Yeah, that, that goes a little bit better, yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I had a nightmare. You had a nightmare. I had a nightmare. How about, how, about, how about women? Or no, instead of saying women. No, shut up. <laughs> Just shut your face right now. How, how about some uh, gash, some, some, some cash, and some guitars? <laughs> he has a death wish, I swear. Yeah, anyways, you know, speaking speaking of uh, you know, dying. I <laughs> think it's that time. Thanks. I, you want to make me cry now too. Why? Because every time I hear the intro, it makes me uh, teary-eyed. <laughs> it's it's but it's life. I know. With comes life, there is death. You were good, kid, real good. Remember, kid? heroes and there's legends heroes get remembered but legends never die follow your heart kid you never go wrong right up So, we have a f- quite a few deaths within the last week. Um, let's see here. Michael Nance. Have you? Do you know that name? Name sounds familiar. He was a Bachelorette contestant oh, on okay. season eight. My grandparents watch that show. Uh, he died at the age of thirty-one. From what? Um, let's see here. He was thirty-one. He was pronounced dead at two a.m. on Monday. Um, police call, were called. He, they, when they arrived, they tried to resuscitate him. He was unresponsive, and they pronounced him dead shortly after. The reason for his passing has not been released yet, and, and no foul play does not seem to be an issue. Okay. Uh, Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Do you know who the Trans-Siberian yes. Orchestra is? Yes. All right. Well, Paul O'Neill... The founder of the Trans-Siberian Orchestra passed away on May 30th, and uh, according to the Florida Medical Examiner's Office, uh, he was determined the official cause of Paul O'Neill's death as an accidental resulting from an unexpected reaction to prescribed medication to treat his numerous chronic illnesses, including bone augmentation surgery complications from spinal fusion surgery heart diseases and hypertension he was kind of a mess he was falling apart they gave him drugs to make him feel better and he had a reaction to those drugs with mixing them right uh i'm guessing all the stuff prescribed that yeah he had an issue with it okay we have uh Roberto de Vizano. I think I'm saying his last name right. If not, I am sorry. 
Uh, he passed away on June 1st at the age of 94. He is uh, an Argentinian golf legend and won the 1967 Open Championship. Oh, wow. We also have Elena Verdugo. Uh, she passed away on May 30th at the age of 92. She was an actress who portrayed the nurse Consuelo Lopez on Marcos Welby, M.D. I've never heard of that show. Me neither. But it's a TV series. It's been around for quite some time, apparently. Uh, let's see here. We have Robert Michael Morris uh, passed away at... On May 30th, at the age of 77, character actor starred on HBO's The Comeback. You ever watch that? No. Okay. Well, here's one. I was trying to get the the uh, jingle for, but uh, Secor kind of flubbed up and uh, didn't get it to load right. So, it's sad. It's sad. This is the fourth one. In the last couple months, another James Bond actor has passed. Um, luckily, it wasn't one of the main Bonds. Only Moore is the only Bond that's passed away. But Molly Peters, on May 30th, passed at the age of 75, and she played the Bond girl nurse uh, in Thunderball. She starred alongside of Sean Connery in the 1965 James Bond film Thunderbolt, and she passed away at 75. Oh, okay. So Condolences to all the families. All, all those Bond actors and actresses are, you know, it's it's been quite some time since they came out, you know. Yeah, exactly. And you know, it's it's. What it's year? What year was James Bond? Like it was in, like what year? I mean, not James Bond, but Sean Connery. What, like decade or whatever? Wasn't he James Bond? In the 70s, or, or was it the 60s? What decade was it? Do you know? Uh, James, uh, Sean Connery was James Bond between 1962 through 67. He then came back and did the 1971 through 1983. Oh, so he was like the one that was James Bond the very most. The most, yeah. Uh, George Lazenby did one movie in 1969. And then Roger Moore did 1973 through 1985, pretty much. Uh, Timothy Dalton did two movies, 1987 to 89. And Pierce Brosnan. Ugh. Oh, forget you. He's my third favorite Bond. Oh, gosh. Uh, 1995 through 2002. And then you got Daniel Craig. Whoop-dee. Friggin' do. 2006 to now. Okay. I'm not a Daniel Craig fan. Yeah, I don't really like Daniel Craig either. I, I'm just not. My friends used to play the James Bond game on the 64, the oh, Nintendo yeah, 64. Nine? Yeah, and they would play it for hours and hours and hours. Is and that night. why you don't like Pierce Brosnan? I, j I just don't like Bond. I don't. Do I mean, like the Bond? concept of him is awesome, but. He's they, Batman. They. But, like, an agent. They, like, burned me out on him from playing that all the time, I guess. I don't know. And then they'd want to watch it, and, and I just got. Ugh. You know. Blech. Yeah. Blech. Blech. <laughs> wow. Anyways. You know who I really like? Who? And I'm glad, so glad, that nothing happened to him. Jason David Frank. 
Why? What would have? Do you know who Jason David Frank is? JDF. Uh, uh, I'm thinking of James Franco. No, who's Jason David Frank? It's more. Oh yeah, time. yeah, 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 yeah. He was the white and green Power Ranger. Yep. Yep. The famous known Green Ranger and later to that's White Ranger and then Red Ranger. That's the one my brother. Then to the Black Ranger. Got his picture taken with at uh, Comic Con, I think. Yep. Uh, did you hear what happened at the Phoenix Convention Center over Comic Con over the weekend? Somebody tried to assassinate Or last Thursday. Assassinate him or something? There was plans to assassinate the Green Ranger. Who would do that? Um, this guy who is really whacked out. That is so stupid. Uh, let's see here. We have Thursday after he made it into the event with multiple weapons, including three guns, a knife, and he had shotgun shells strapped around his chest. Wow. They don't do like metal detectors when they have to go in there? Uh, 31-year-old Matthew Sterling. Um Basically was charged with uh, one count of attempted murder, three counts of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon, wearing body armor during the commission of a felony. So I guess while you're committing a felony, you can't can't wear body armor. Oh, how? Because, you know, when the cops try to shoot you, you know. (laughs) You can't die. (laughs) Yeah. Which, to me, I don't really understand that one. Like, because if I could wear body armor all the time, I would. I'd just be like Batman. But here's the thing. Speaking of Batman, this is where it kind of brings it in that this dude was so whacked in the head that, first off, he claimed to have stabbed Jason David Frank in the past. What? And that's why he was coming to finish the job. Wow. Even though he never once stabbed him, according to Jason, he said, I was never stabbed by this guy. I think I'd remember being stabbed. I've never seen this guy Um, in my life or whatever, huh? And when he came to the Comic-Con, he was dressed in all black with like a red bandana around his head. He said he was the Punisher. What the heck? So we've actually had a guy claim to be the Joker when the Batman shooting. Yeah. And now we have a guy claiming to be the Punisher. Wow. I don't and <laughs> going after... Delusional. Jason David Frank. Now, personally, I would have loved to see him get close to him. and then Because Jason David Frank's a actually mixed martial artist. Like, oh, he is? Like, he's a master. Like, he has his own gym, and, and he's done a lot. Of, like, all the scenes... In Power Rangers, like, he did all those stunts himself. Oh, okay. Like, he actually knows mixed martial arts. I mean, when CM Punk went to UFC, he actually was trying to challenge CM Punk to a fight in MMA. Huh. Um, so, there... He probably wouldn't have been getting that close to him if he had all those weapons. He probably would have shot him first. Well, I mean, luckily nothing happened. But yes. uh, according to Jason David Frank... You know, he, he thanked the Phoenix Convention Center for doing their job, stopping the guy, you know. But to me, it's like the dude got kind of far in to the, you know, through yeah. the doors and stuff. And it's like, and, you know, he, he's taking it upon himself, to, you know, to say, hey, I this tomorrow night, actually, tomorrow night at 6 p.m. on Facebook, Facebook Live, he's going to be doing a... um a promotion that he's talking about 
with all the different Comic Cons implementing a new rule about their cosplaying. There's going to be new rules for a lot of the new cons out there and, you know, some of the bigger cons that they're going to be, you know, more security, more security. And, you know, and he's like, I don't want to discourage people from dressing up. I mean, we got Wizard World Comic Con coming here in Sacramento on June 16th through the 18th. And Disordination will be out there. And we hope you guys will all be out there. You got Eliza Taylor from the 100. You got Michael Roker from the Guardians of the Galaxy and Walking Dead. James Marster, Spike from Buffy and Angel. And then John Hader is going to be there. Napoleon Dynamite. I can't wait. I want to see that guy. (laughs) Tina, you fat tub of lard. Eat your dinner. Um. (laughs) He's going to be out there, and Jason David Frank is, you know, saying, still come as your cosplay, but just please, like, let them inspect your prop guns. You know, what's the point of, you know, putting up a fight for it? Just let put it on the table, let them inspect it, make sure it's, you know, a prop. Yeah, not... And then, you know, five more minutes of security, as opposed to somebody getting in and actually... Hurting someone. Hurting one of the actors. Yeah, exactly. For whatever psychotic reason they have. You know, I think that guy's probably going to obviously they're going to claim that he was incompetent and mentally incompetent and that he's he'll probably just go to a nut house. I would think. Is that what happened to the Batman guy? Do you remember? Actually, if I remember straight, I I mean, this is a long time ago. I think what he tried to do the insanity plea and the judge overturned ruling him to be insane or whatever. So he actually got tried as, you know, competent. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, you know, like I know um, I used to manage the movie theater in Roseville, the United Artists, and um, they would want people would want to dress up for like when Star Wars was coming out. Oh, yeah, people dress up all the time. They have like fake swords. They have fake guns. They have giant fake hammers. If you're like a Harley Quinn cosplayer, you got like the big mallet hammer or whatever. Yeah, and they would um, be camping out like overnight waiting for the midnight show or whatever. And we were not allowed to let anybody in that had any kind of like lightsabers, any kind of weapons, or any kind of masks. They couldn't have a, See, a, like mean, a helmet or a mask on because of um, because they the could be try to rob it. They could try to rob them or whatever, you know. Yeah, I mean, so. see, that's that's your your business. That's you know your right to you know put, implement whatever rule you want. Yeah. But you know, cosplay is a huge thing about Comic Con. Yeah. Everyone comes dressed up, so I mean. It makes sense to put a little bit harsher rules into it, but, you know, don't take it away because that's one of the big draws for Comic-Con. People well, like to get dressed up and then they get to see their artist or actor or whatever, you know. Exactly. Is he like, is he the one that puts them all on or is he no, like... No, no, he's just... Jason David Frank, pretty much, uh, he's one of those people that's like pretty much at almost every con he can go to. Okay. Like that's one of his lifestyles is that he had like the YouTube channel TV show and all this stuff. And he makes his money by going and doing cons and, and autograph signings. And yeah. like, he's a really nice guy. And he's one of those guys that, you know, he catches you lingering, like not all the time. Don't take this as a quote, but like he catches you looking at one of the autograph photos or something, but you don't quite have enough money. Yeah. He would just boom, take it, dude. Like yeah. he's one of those actors that just gives and, you know, tries to really nice and he's just down yeah. to earth and awesome. Yeah. My brother got his picture taken with him. And he was so excited because my brother was like the hugest Power Ranger fan ever. So, you know, what's not really cool and awesome. And this guy, I bet wish had security team for him. What? 
A 16-year-old girl allegedly hacks an Uber driver to death with a machete. Shut your face. Nope, I will not. Uh, prosecutors allege that Eliza Wozni randomly attacked 34-year-old Grant Nelson in Lincoln Wood and that it was unprovoked. Uh, the Chicago Tribune reports um, Cook County State's Attorney Michelle Cunningham said at Wednesday news conference that Wozni stole the weapons from a Walmart store around what? 3 a.m. Tuesday before summoning an Uber ride a few blocks away. She allegedly started stabbing and hacking Nelson after he picked her up. Oh, my gosh. So he ki she killed him? You said? Okay, like let me read the headline again. Yeah. Allegedly hacks Uber driver to death. Okay, so then if he's driving and they do that, then did the well, car Well, I'm pretty crash? sure he stops the car. I mean, if I'm getting stabbed, I'm not going to continue driving. I'm going to pull over and, like, try to fight her off. See, that's why they need cages in between the back seats of their cars. Like, you know, taxi drivers, some of them have the glass window. You yes, know. yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to go all out to protect yourself. So what was her reasoning? Uh, she's crazy. Police said the driver then pulled over the car and fled into a nearby building where she, uh, he started pushing uh, buzzers and yelling for help uh, that he was going to die. He died of his injuries at the hospital hours later. Wow. And so, they obviously caught her right away. Yes, yes, that, that they did. So, yes, you... So not only do passengers need to be wary of drivers, drivers need to be wary of passengers. Yeah, exactly. All right, so we got to jump into some music. We're going to play some Torin Green. Remember, next week he'll be on the show. Check him out June 16th at the Boardwalk, and you're listening to Distorted Nation on 96.5 FM. KUBU. Where you can be you. The voice of Sacramento. You speak the words ending is just a tear away through dark and eyes i need to forgive these selfish ways a trusting girl hunger flowing through Oh, 
Legends with Crucified. And as I'm going to read in the next little blurb, <laughs> blurb, their new record, 18, is out now. Nice. Make sure to pick it up because I've been listening to a few of the tracks off there from the Oath to Crucified and a few others. And it sounds amazing. Very nice. So very glad very James nice. Hart is back you know, doing the 18 vision thing and, you know, they were doing the burn halo for a while and now he's back to, you know, screaming a lot harder and, you know, getting some of that aggression out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so what else have you been spinning? Well, I have been spinning. Let me guess. Hang on. New kids on the block. Getting ready for the concert. (laughs) Maybe a little bit. But no, I've been spinning some fear none ever since we went and saw them at the show um, at the boardwalk, and I've been spinning. They put on a great show. They, they do. did put on a good show. They did. On off had a great show. I forgot we did that last week. We didn't talk about that and what we did earlier. No, no, we, didn't. we were at the boardwalk. Yes, we All we saw us. on off some fear none, Roswell, and Tonic Zypher. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. All of them put on an amazing show. It was pretty good. And I've been spinning um, the new Stone Sour. And, yeah, New Kids on the Block. Of course. You had to (laughs) get ready for that. I've been listening to some of that Papa Roach with Crooked Teeth. Uh, Some of the Linkin Park, One More Light, which we're going to talk about that in a quick blurb before we go into the charts. But I like the new Linkin Park. I, I do. And I totally agree with Chester Bennington telling everyone to, uh, for the better terms, uh, blank off if you don't like the new stuff uh, for all the old Linkin Park fans. And I've been listening to some of that uh, emphatic, okay. their old record, Another Life, because of... Torin Green. Torin Green. Who will be here next week in the studio. Yeah, yeah. So, once again, he'll be playing June 16th, Friday night, at the Boardwalk. So, make sure to snag your tickets now, and we shall see you there. Yes. All right. So, now let's talk about what records are out. There's not too many that came out this week. But uh, the number one I do want to talk about, like I said, 18 Visions, their new album is out. So, you know, any one of these albums we mentioned that came out that are available for you to pick up, you know, we're we're not saying where you should go, but, you know, where you could go uh, possibly is Dimple Records. Yes. You know, the uh, mighty Dimple Records that, you know, Tower Records closed, uh, Virgin closed, Sam Goody closed uh fye closed and dimple still around yes they are dimple records seven convenient locations uh six six now because the elk grove one closed even though technically the bookstore is another location it's just not a location for music ah so it's still technically seven buildings (laughs) if you want to look at it that way uh but all time low Last Young Renegade. They just released that Coldplay. Some of that Coldplay. You know how I know you're... Never mind. What? <laughs> Nothing. Uh, 
Kaleidoscope with their new record out. And lastly, Hazley. Halsley. Halsey. Halsey. Deck the Halsey with balls of holly. Wow. La 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 la. Uh, Hopeless Fountain Kingdom. I can never say her name right. Hazley Halsley. Halsey. Halsey. My daughter loves her. Uh, Dua Lipa. Dua Lipa. What? That's 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 the name and name of the record. And Marnie. Okay. Strange Words and Weird Wars. Weird that, Words. That's, those are the records that are out there. Regardless if that's your jam or not, I'm sure there might be a record there that you might want to pick up over at that. Uh, what was that, that store again? Dimple Records. Oh, that Dimple Records. All right. So check this out. Now, this is not the active rock charts that we normally go through. All right. This is the numero uno charts all right the billboard 200 chart wow all right now guess who has the number one album who as of may 30th are you asking me to guess? yes i'm asking take a guess who which artist do you think has the number one album um i'm gonna have to go with metallica no thank god Ew. I don't know. Uh, oh, you told me to guess. Guess somebody else. Somebody with some talent. Papa Roach? Oh, I wish. Okay, see there. See there. No. I don't know. Tell me. <laughs> all right. Remember how I said Chester Bennington told all his fans to blank yeah. off and like get over the fact that they're not screaming and doing yeah. you know the music that they normally do? Yeah. This is exactly why. Defying early predictions, Linkin Park's latest album has landed... At the top of the Billboard charts at number one album. For Which, this week? No, like of all. Like right now, that yes, this album is number one for the Billboard charts. This okay. album. So uh, their album, One More Light, which features a pop direction and came out May 19th, moved 111,000 equivalent album units a hundred thousand of them traditional album sales so they actually sold over a hundred thousand physical copies of their album which is you know not a lot of people go out and buy records these days no which i have always been a fan of purchasing a record to either help the band or at least hang on to the the record so that way you know someday you might meet them you can get an autograph on the actual album. Yes. Uh, of traditional album sales. According to Nielsen Music, early indicators last week had that number projected to be some 20,000 units less. So they predicted a number and they were actually off. It was higher than what they thought. One More Light is Linkin Park's seventh studio album, all of which have been in the top 10 of the band's previous album. Uh, Hunting Party opened at number three with similar numbers, 110,000 units sold in the first week. And the band landed in the top 10, but didn't go number one. So, Linkin Park. Gotta give a round of applause. Golf clap. Golf clap. 
<laughs> if Tonto was here, he'd be leading the golf clap. That was his his deal. He loved doing the golf clap because, you know, the fact that they wanted to go more into a pop direction and not so much as the screaming for, you know, the normal Lincoln Park yeah. sound. Yeah, you exactly. Know? You know, they got their huge start. They did their teenager yanks in, in, in. And that's the thing of like what people don't get. People want. Um, I mean, look at want artists, Taylor. They want artists to keep producing the same thing, but the artists actually evolve and move. Want to grow. Yeah, and, exactly. And get a different so sound out there. Exactly. So. And in speaking of artists and and growing and 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 having you know their music speak in volumes, you got to say this. I want to I want to talk about this real quick. Did you hear about uh, Bring Me the Horizon? No. Okay, so Ollie Sykes, the singer, of Bring Me the Horizon apparently found out his wife was cheating on him oh snap and found a picture of the dude and well it's quote-unquote supposedly him that hacked her instagram account but you know he probably didn't do it he's a nice guy anyways <laughs> there was a picture posted on her instagram of the guy that she was cheating on her on ollie with and it said this is the guy that i'm cheating on my husband with it said that? That's what the post said. So obviously she was hacked. Now, regardless if it was him or not, that's, you know, up to details. But he, a few minutes later, made an Instagram post stating uh, that, well, I know what my next album is going to be about. Cheaters. <laughs> so we, we know the next Bring Me the Horizon album is going to be phenomenal. I think so. Because it's going to be a lot of anger, a lot of rage, a lot of hatred, a lot of emotion, betrayal, you know. And Ollie is a phenomenal writer, and, and he hits all that stuff. All right, so real quick, we got to do the charts. What's going on in the active rock charts? We got Greta Van Fleet debuting at number 49 with Highway Tune. Then we have... Debuting at number 45, Royal Republic with Baby. We have Fozzie. You know, speaking of wrestlers, that Chris Jericho is in that band, Fozzie. Okay. Uh, debuts at number 44 with Judas. Okay. Then we have debuting at number 42, we have The Muse with Big Down. Or Dig Down, sorry. <laughs> Look like a bee. <laughs> uh, also, which we just played earlier, we had... Debuting at number 41 is The Pretty Reckless with Back to the River. All right. And then we do have some movement in Z-Charts. And it saddens me to say this, but Papa Roach, no longer in the top five. Dang. Falling from number three to number six, Papa Roach with Help. Stone Sour, song number three, moving up from number nine to number five. Sticking in the number four slot, we have Mastodon with Show Yourself. <laughs> then, moving up from number five to the number three spot, which knocked Papa Roach out, we have Volbeat with Black Rose featuring Danko Jones. Uh, you don't like that Volbeat? Oh, I... That Five Finger Death Punch, same band? They are not the same as Five Finger Death Punch. To me, it sounds a lot alike. Oh, my god! And then you got number two. We have Star Set with Monster. And the number one spot, sticking around the number one spot from last week, we have Seether with Let You Down. Now we're going to play your top five right here on Distorted Nation. 
And you're listening to us on 96.5 FM. KUBU. Where uh, you can be, um, um, you? The voice of Sacramento. Seether let you down. All right, that was your top five, and that last one right there was a stone shower. Woohoo! Number three. <laughs> I wonder, if, is it like the actual number three track, and they just called it number three? I think so. Maybe not. Uh, and how are you sure? So? Are you sure that's Who not knows? called hashtag three? Or is it number three? I don't know. You know, you got to go number one. You got to go number two. You got to go number three. Hashtag. I don't know. I'm shocked you didn't ask what number three is. What do you mean? Well, you when you say you gotta go, you gotta go use the restroom. You gotta go number one or number two. Oh, I gotta uh, go number three. Hershey squirts. No. Ew. So so <laughs> what is when it? you evacuate your number two, you evacuate your number one. Well, your number three also comes out of your number one, but it's a different type of fluid. Oh. When you're extremely happy. Wow. I got to go number three real quick with myself. Shut your <laughs> face. <laughs> Anyways, all right. So, you know what time it is? Oh, Do I you know. know what time it is? I know what time it is. It's time for the Hellraiser Marquee. Splat. Hey, I'll, I'll, I'll end it when I end it. Mofo. All right, so kicking it off, we got June 10th. We got Kenny Loggins and Ma- Michael McDonald at Thunder Valley. Also, June 10th and June 11th, Distorted Nation will be at Sinister Creature Con. Yes. Sinister Creature Con is going to be at the Stockton Arena on June 10th and 11th, and it's going to be a huge con. Okay. There's so many actors from Friday the 13th and and Rocky Horror Picture Rocky Show. Rocky Horror Picture Show, Face Off, people that do all the makeup and everything from the TV show Face Off, and tattoo artists from Skin Wars and everything. I'm looking forward to the Sinister Creature Con in October that's going to be here in Sacramento because my um, future kidnapped wife is going to be there. Lita oh, from the right. WWE. Yeah. Do you remember Lita? Yeah. She's going to be there. And 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 I was thinking of taking her and putting her in my well. <laughs> so hopefully there's enough security there for her. You know, just saying. Uh, all right. We got June 14th. We have Hell Yeah at the Ace of Spades. June 15th, we have John Michael Montgomery at the California State Fair. June 16th, we have Brad Paisley. June 16th, we also have Zug, Simple Creation, and Zephyr at Concert in the Park. Alice Cooper, Skid Row at Thunder Valley. Also, we have Torin Green, former singer of Fuel and Emphatic, and touring singer for Apocalyptica at Z Boardwalk, our favorite place to hang out. Z Boardwalk. June 23rd, we have... Another damn disappointment in Mad Caddies 
at Concert in the Park. And then also Dokken is going to be at the Ace of Spades. June 24th, we got Vetstock Festival. That's right, folks. 20 bands, two stages, Saturday, June 24th, all for the veterans helping the Vet Tracks Project, which is a nonprofit. And basically, there's going to be a bunch of bands playing for the veterans, raising money to help them out. And it is on off Malcolm Bliss, Decipher. Diversity of One, Terraferno, Korean Fire Drill, Roswell, Banjo Bones, Goodwood, Circus Runaways, Tonic Zypher. There is going to be the Cash Cartel Band. There's going to be so many bands. Can't name them all. So make sure to check it out. It's for a great cause. June 30th, you have Hobo Johnson and the Lovemakers on off in Sunday School at the concert in the park, which we had Sunday School right here in the studio not too long ago. Yes. Big shout out to those guys. Thanks for coming in. July 7th, we have Arden Park Roots, Our People Jet at Constant in the Park. And July 17th, we have Lita Ford at California State Fair. July 18th, we have Bruno Mars at the Golden One Center. July 19th, we have Brian McKnight at the California State Fair. July 20th, we have Good Charlotte at the California State Fair. I am so excited to see Good Charlotte. Have not seen that band in quite some time. Then on July 22nd, we have Tesla at Thunder Valley. July 22nd, Smash Mouth at the California State Fair. July 23rd, Eddie Money at the California State Fair. Then July 28th, we have Trace Adkins at the California State Fair. July 28th is Tim McGraw and Faith Hill at the Golden One Center. July 30th is Melissa Etheridge at the California State Fair. Then we have July 31st, Avenged Sevenfold and A Day to, rem to Remember at the Golden One Center. August 1st, Taking Back Sunday at the Ace of Spades. August 2nd, Neil Diamond at the Golden One Center. August 11th, Huey Lewis and the News at Thunder Valley. August 15th, Lady Gaga at Golden One Center. August 30th, Simple Plan at the Ace of Spades. Then we have September 1st, Chicago at Thunder Valley. September 1st is also Foreigner and Cheap Trick at the Toyota Amphitheater. September 6th is Nickelback and Daughtry at the Toyota Amphitheater. And September 15th is 30 Seconds to Mars and the Muse at Mountain View in San Jose. And that has been your Hellraiser Marquis. <laughs> wow leave me alone that's i like doing that leave <laughs> me alone. I, it brings joy to myself it reminds me of wiley coyote and the roadrunner <laughs> also uh there's another shout out i want to give for one more show june 7th next wednesday is another memorial show for marco silva at the powerhouse pub okay so if you get it, if you didn't get a chance to go to the May sixth show, uh, go to the June seventh at the Powerhouse Pub for a remembrance gathering. Okay. So, and got a couple stories here, and then we're gonna get out of here. Actually, you know what? We're gonna no, we're we're going to the stories. I was gonna say, hey, let's jump into a track, but <laughs> I think we'll just do these stories and then just blast out of here. All right, so 
Do you want to take the lead on this one, Pinky? I am stoked for this story because the Napa Police Department are my new heroes. The Foo Fighters keep playing after the festival pulls the plug. According to the Pulse of Radio, Foo Fighters had the plug pulled on them during the band's headlining set at the Bottle Rock Festival in Napa Valley, California on Sunday night, May 28th. The group kept playing, however, finishing their final encore of Everlong, even without power. The Dave Grohl-led act headline... Just don't know when to stop. They pulled the plug. Just, just You were told to stop playing at 10. That's what the, the curfew was. Same with First Festival. If the band was still performing at 10, the police were going to shut it down. All right? And and it just... It's Foo Fighters. So, you know, no, yeah, yeah, just shut up, Dave Grohl. Get off stage. It's okay. And said the I da- still challenge you to a fist fight. The Dave Grohl-led act headlined the third and final evening of the event following previous night's headliners Tom Petty and Maroon 5. Um, it says, The San Francisco Chronicle reported that the Promoters promptly shut down the speakers and video screens halfway through Everlong because the band had played past the strict 10 p.m. curfew. The festival began implementing a strict curfew after residents previously complained about sound levels. The group warmed up for the Bottle Rock event with an unannounced invite-only gig at the nearby Blue uh, Blue Note Jazz Club on Friday, May 26th. And then... um, so yeah, it looks like they pulled the plug halfway through it, and and it was like this huge thing because people are like complaining, oh, they shut it down and trying to silence, and I'm just like, well, they have a curfew, okay? Do you want to pay the like thirty thousand dollar fine for breaking the noise ordinance? So no. so, wh- I mean, I ten wha- p.m. That's pretty much the normal area for anywhere and that's like you know within a few feet of a residence like however many feet you know yeah to a residential area you know if it was out where there's no houses for miles then okay you know they go a little bit longer no one cares but since it's residential noise complaints you know 10 o'clock you're in an apartment complex you know be quieter around 10 yeah no loud music no thumpity thump 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 I mean, halfway through and the song, so they were pretty close to it anyway. That's like and a minute away. And it was an encore away. song. It was an encore song. Okay. Girl, get off the freaking stage. You don't need to play for three hours like you did that time you kidnapped me at the Arco Arena. Okay? What are you talking you about? I, okay, so I agreed to go to a show. A friend bought a ticket for me, and he's like, I, w- I, w- I want you to go. And my girlfriend at the time wanted to go, so she got a ticket too. And we went to the stupid Foo Fighters at Arco Arena. And I had to be at work. Okay. I had to get up at 5 o'clock in the morning and go to work. Because I had to be at work by 6. Okay. Okay. And so normally I'm thinking, okay, the show will be done by like 10, 11, 11, you know, then go home and get sleep around midnight. No, no. He kept playing and it was like, you know, around midnight. When he finally ended playing, and plus traffic to get out of the parking lot and then to get home, you know, like it, it, I was kidnapped. I, I blame him and say that he kidnapped me. I'm not a. F- I don't like Dave Grohl. Everyone knows that I'm, I'm not a Grohl fan, and in, and he only got popular because Kurt Cobain shot himself. He and didn't everyone shoot felt himself for. Himself. We'll go on. I don't even want to get into that with you. Right Whatever. Now. He he shot himself. I just wish he shot the rest of the band, then killed himself. 
Because that's the only reason Grohl got big. All you haters out there, whatever, that, you know, he's talented and everything. No, they were, he was a pity party. And they gave Dave Grohl a record. And then he started, you know, the Foo Fighters. And, yeah. Moving on. Grohl, uh, everyone knows this. Who, Like I said, whoever's listened from Internet Days, I have challenged Dave Grohl to a fist fight multiple times. He hasn't accepted. He's he he he's he's afraid of me. Okay. You know, just 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 there's people I've challenged throughout the show, and I'm gonna start highlighting that more and turning that into more of a segment of the people that Secor challenges to a fist fight, and who who doesn't accept the challenge is just straight afraid of me. That's simple as that. I don't know who would be afraid of you. A lot of people, <laughs> because because I'm ninja. Okay. I I know I know my my own little taekwondo type martial arts. Uh. Oh, you s- <laughs> I'm no green ranger, but you Heck know. Heck no you're not. I I I'd be happy being a yellow ranger. You're stupid. <laughs> so, anyways, all right, last story we got here and then we're going to get out of here. And I posted this one. This chick is just dumb and Money hungry. Money hungry and reaching. She is reaching. All right. Californian sues Jelly Belly Factory. I know. Read up on that? Yes, I did. And uh, okay. So, a California woman claims that the candy company Jelly Belly tricked her into buying its sports beans, a candy that doubles as a diet supplement to fuel the body and help burn fat, which is called all the sugar. That had more sugar than what she thought. Jessica Gomez of San Bernardino County filed a class action lawsuit against the Jelly Belly Company in U.S. District Court in Los Angeles in February. She claims that the company attempted to mask how much sugar was in its sports beans, energizing jelly beans, by labeling sugar as evaporated cane juice. Cane juice. Cane. Cane? C-A-N-E? Yeah. On the list of ingredients. Um, the term evaporated cane juice is false or misleading because it suggests that the sweetener is juice or is made from juice and does not reveal that its okay, basic nature first off, and characterizing properties are those of sugar. Okay, if it's evaporated, that means it's no longer there, right? Yes. So so how would it be juice that's there if it's evaporated? Like if it's dehydrated, it's just like all the liquid taking out into the into the candy or whatever. But to me, if you you have something that's like a juice or something and it's evaporated, it's just completely gone. Yeah. So there's nothing there. So how can you sue? Who buys being- jelly beans as a supplement of weight <laughs> stuff anyways? They're magic jelly beans. Jeez. You plant them on Easter and lollipops grow. And and it says the lawsuit also alleges that Jelly Belly misleads its consumers by claiming the sport bean contains carbohydrates, electrolytes, and vitamins as a way of advertising the product for athletes, according to Court Newswire Legal Newsline. It's just a gimmick. It's just a fake thing. If you really want to eat jelly beans and think it's going to be healthy for you, you're dumb. Okay, they're jelly beans. They're candy. Get over it. Stop trying to get money for being a dumb jerk. Yeah, and she's um, so she's suing them for fraud, negligence, misrepresentation, and product liability, basically. Yeah, go blank yourself. You're hunty hunt of the week, but switch out the see you next Tuesdays. Okay? <laughs> uh, switch out the H 
for C. All right, we're getting the hell out of here. Since Papa Roach wasn't in the top five, we're playing Papa Roach Periscope. And this is Distorted Nation on 96.5 FM. KUBU. Where you, my peoples, can be you. The voice of Sacramento.